and welcome to Octet, a podcast about sound in video games. I'm Noel. I'm Nathan. And today we are talking about Pal World. Can we find Pal World? I know there's Pal World, but I don't know if I can tell you how any of the Pal World music goes exactly. And maybe that is a good starting point to kick off our discussion here on what uh, is Pal World? Pal World and the what role, is Pal World? the role that music plays in Pal World. I feel like everyone knows what Pal World is. It's a social phenomenon, but uh, Pal World is a survival game. It's a survival game first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But the main, the main, I don't know, interesting thing, the hook of the survival game is that there are you are in a world. Full of pals, numbered one to a hundred and eleven, I believe, and you have to obtain them all because you know you throw little pal spheres at them and catch them, and then have a party of five pals, which you then use to help you survive and make your production and stuff easier. It's got all the normal survival game things, but instead of like, you know, using a pickaxe to mine rocks, you ride on a boar that can run into the rocks to mine them. And then combat is all done via these pals that you can like have out as a companion or ride around, uh, or assign tasks at your base or butcher for meat and leather or, um, breed to make other pals and it's it's uh you know you level up you kill incrementally harder more difficult bosses um you fight gym leaders that are called something else but there are like five gym leaders <laughs> it's pokemon it's pokemon it's pokemon <laughs> but it's put into like rust or i don't know minecraft or um arc or whatever and it's all those things, but you have Pokemon now. But not Pokemon. They're pals. They're pals. Yeah. But they're you Pokemon. You have to basically. obtain the lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. It's basically it's a survival game with, with Pokemon in it. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's been the discourse online. It's, just, it's weirdly devolved into like a, what does AI mean for art as all conversations seem to be devolving oh. into on the internet right now? Because it's like, did they use AI to generate it or did they just rip it off? And it feels like, well is that the question that really matters here? Or is it like what kind of art needs to be attributed and all that stuff? So we probably don't need to get super into the weeds on that, but yeah, I don't know if I have the answer to that question. I don't think anyone really does. It's so close though to Pokemon (laughs) that people like the discussion is happening. And I think it is valid to be having the discussion of like, this is so close to this thing, even in not just in like form, but in style, like the way these things look if you haven't hadn't played Pokemon in a long time, I feel like you could easily, with with someone uninitiated, I guess, that has seen Pokemon a little bit, they could be shown pals and be like, which one is a Pokemon and which one's not, and I feel like your one's success rate would be like surprisingly low if you don't know, you know, like the Pokedex already, as it were. Would Would you say there's much of a different? This isn't really sound related, but like. This isn't the first game that's tried to do Pokemon. It's probably the first one that's got caught on so big like this. But there was like Temtem was like a big one a while ago. People were excited about. There's been a whole bunch of like indie ones. Sometimes they're like 2D as opposed to 3D. But is there something about these ones that like stands out more notably as like 
you know, that that's sparking this conversation? Or do you think it's just because it's like popular? Um, I mean, I think this the conversation was definitely happening in more of in more of like the microcosms of of those communities before. But I also feel like, you know, Temtems and the uh, the other knockoffs. I feel historically at least were, remained niche enough where it, like that conversation wasn't breaking into the mainstream of like people who weren't even actually necessarily like gamers like i feel like the temtem discussion was like people who were playing it already were discussing it was like is this too close to pokemon where i feel power world kind of hit that um i don't know that apex point the inflection point where like it broke away from just like people who are always looking for interesting new games to play and into just like the general discourse of like pokemon fans that aren't even like big gamers necessarily that are like always playing non Pokemon games. Like we're becoming aware of this and seeing it. And I think that like that, the fact that this thing sold like 6 million copies in three days, which is like, you know, <laughs> has to be way, we just just getting it in front of way more people who are like more interested, I think in having that discussion and digging their heels in. Whereas the Tim Tim people were like people who were seeking out a game and found Tim Tim are like, and hey, maybe this is a little derivative of Pokemon, but like, I went and like was searching for something like this anyway, so I don't really, I'm not really going to be upset about it. Um, would be my take. Like, I, I, I think that's why it's more of a discussion. And maybe, maybe there's a little bit like stylistically, I feel like Temtem was even a little bit more like had their own, you know, art style, the uh, way mm-hmm. of like the, the the creatures kind of appeared. And I feel like again, Power Worlds. More like pretty, pretty close on some of these. Aping its inspiration. Yeah, exactly. It's like that. So. That just looks like a 3D. Like you could tell me, even me as like a person who's played a lot of Pokemon games, if someone said like, "This is the new generation of Pokemon," and like showed me a bunch of pals, I'd be like, "Sure." Like that doesn't seem unreasonable mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Pal World is very popular. Like you said, it's old. It's it's. I don't know the exact number. It has, it sold millions within days, or at least it had like peak player counts of millions within days, like on Steam. It's also on Game Pass, so it's got a lot of people playing it. It's very popular. Yep. Um, you have played, I think, a lot more than I have. I, I logged like an hour into it when it first launched, and otherwise have not had a chance to jump into it more. How much have you played of Pal World? Um, I don't have an hour count. I would need to look at Steam. Okay. Probably more than me. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like around between like 15 and 20 hours. Okay. Like I'm, cool. I haven't beat. I'm like level 35 or something out of 50. Gotcha. So I'm not like done gotcha. with it, but I haven't put some hours in for sure. So what, 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 why do you think it's so popular? What has led to its popularity? What, what has resonated with people? Is it I mean, the Pokemon of it all? I mean, yeah, we're still not really talking about sound, but maybe this is a good segue. That um, was gonna. I, my, my next question was gonna be: Do you think sound has anything to do with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. I guess I don't think sound has much to do with it. Yeah. I think this is like. I think part of the interesting discussion here is just like, um, you know, Nintendo or the games, the studios developing games on Nintendo's behalf, Niantic, whatever. Doesn't doesn't matter. I think the interesting discussion here is that like I think had Pal World been a Pokemon game, it would have also done numbers like this and even more so. Right? Like I think the issue is that even like Pokemon fans have been saying we need a new 
formula for a long time, like the kind of like, you know, going into like a turn-based battle, like it's fine with Pokemon, it just it feels a little dated for like a mainstream thing. Like our attention spans are shorter when it comes to games and all that stuff now. It's like I don't want to have to, every time I fight, I don't want to have to like go into a mini game and then like select my attack and do that thing. So I think that there's just like, it's a well-crafted open world survival catch all the things game. And like, I think that that is, and it's like, it does everything well enough that like that bar is cleared that mm-hmm. I think that that is, that is why it's entertaining people. Like, I think the survival aspects are pretty good, but there are better survival games. I would say that have like more streamlined survival mechanics. Some are more difficult. Some are more like sim- simpler and there's less mental overhead, but like that are, there's bums that are more streamlined. Um, mm-hmm. And again, like I wouldn't say like the art style is, is crazy here i would i would say if anything it's like derivative of a bunch of other work which we can kind of talk about in relation to sound um yeah and then like the pokemon thing like we talked about being like very like it doesn't it doesn't look original if anything it kind of looks like you look at some sets of assets together and you're kind of like this doesn't this looks like it was thrown together it almost kind of has that like this is a mod that grew into something vibe to it that isn't the case but that's almost what it feels like is like this is is just like assets pulled from a store almost right to like build a thing but regardless just like the loop is so entertaining and playing with your friends and running back and like look what i found in this volcano over here you know like is a very uh satisfying gameplay loop yeah okay yeah i mean that makes sense i i think yeah like you said the, the pals and the kind of integration of them into everything seems to be what has sort of resonated with people um yeah, I think there's a progression, a progression system too that may, like kind of keeps you going. It's like, oh, I got to get to this level so then I can craft this item, so then I can like ride this pal, or then I can like get better pal balls because I have to craft them. Versus like Pokemon's formula for it's just like, do you have enough money to start buying the next tier? Okay, mm-hmm. you, or like you have to beat, beat this gym boss and you can do it. Like there are some little more, um, some more like nuanced progression systems in there. It just it there's not hasn't been much innovation. I would say mm-hmm. even in like the most recent generation of Pokemon games, maybe not innovation, but iteration. Like they seem very afraid of branching away from the formula that's worked. But this is like, well, what if we made it more of like a sort of survival game? It's like, yep, that works. Um, but as I mentioned there, the art overall feels very derivative of stuff. And specifically like the sound does. Uh, it's just like everything I hear is just like, man, this just sounds like it was either like, pulled from an asset store or it was just like hey we like the way that this thing sounds in this game you know composer sound design team or whatever can you do that and then it's like they came back with something that's like very similar to that and they're like yep close. that works <laughs> like just plopped it in it's uh mm-hmm. consistently derivative consistently um, derivative yeah the whole world <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um <laughs> do you have do you have any examples of 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 this in particular yeah most most of my examples here are of this so um here i'll just i'll just play you this and you probably heard it even in your brief time playing it but i'll play this and i want you to just be like what does this remind you of we'll play this game all right that's the sound when you like <laughs> walk into a new zone like a new area is discovered mm-hmm. okay yeah um there's a little Zelda going on there, a little Breath of the Wild happening. Yeah. Um, 
little it's reverb funny because plunky plucky piano, reverb, plunky thing. piano yeah. little, like <laughs> high notes piano just kind of echo yeah um <laughs> i feel like their last game craftopia had a lot of very similar things going where it was very much just like an emulgation of various influences that kind of got thrown together but once again it was like a fun grouping of those things where like the gameplay was like the focus so it was like well whatever i like all those things so sure i'll play like that peanut butter sandwich of peanut butter jelly sandwich with them all like mashed together um <laughs> but no, that is very obviously um evoking the breath of the wild of it all <laughs> Yep. Yeah, 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 and that's that's kind of kind of the themes like here. This is the fast travel sound. Yeah. It's just like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you say that like musically, it's kind of trying to do like this, the evoking like the Zelda, like the Breath of the Wild kind of like sparse piano thing? Is that like what it, it tends to go for, or is it just like there are cues that are specifically Zelda reminiscent? Actually, is there, I mean, is there music much at all outside of just like stings? There's music when you're in combat, and there's some music when you're in certain environments in the wild. Um, mm-hmm. But it's very generic i would say I, I didn't feel it i didn't feel like it had the um kind of intentional sparseness that like breath of the wild had where it just like it was sparse but it didn't it didn't feel lacking like this doesn't feel mm-hmm. like that just kind of just very run-of-the-mill like there's definitely nothing interesting happening like generatively or anything like we talked about with zelda it's like there's some background filler music that happens like at daytime in the starter areas um, mm-hmm. but if anything, I have noticed that there is almost a lack of sound a lot of the time. And that was actually the next thing that I was going to note here. So I'm going to show, yeah. I'll show you two zones. One is the, um, like fire volcano zone. And, uh, the next is like a desert zone. And it is the thing, the thing that I noticed while playing was just like, man, it's almost eerily quiet because you get used to games always filling, filling kind of the auditory space with something. Like even even if there's mm-hmm. just like oh we'll put, you know, crickets in there or something. It's just like man, there's like yeah. it's no background sound. It kind of almost makes you uncomfortable as the player because I feel like games don't do that. Like there's always something. But here, uh, this It's not nothing, but it's not much. It's very quiet. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's almost the very, very faint like ambience that you do have there is almost like worse than having like sound totally dead. Because it was totally, it was just like your like footsteps or something. It'd be like, okay, that's just what you're expecting. But just like a very like low like rumbling like that with nothing else going on is kind of like, yeah, yeah, it makes it very very empty view. Yeah, <laughs> which like, maybe is the point i guess of a volcano region or desert region but still it's yeah, uh <laughs> good. i hear what you're saying where it kind of feels like a little off um in that way <laughs> yeah which is it's odd because again there is a sound there so someone made a choice like this has been balanced mm-hmm. this way intentionally 
So, yep. so it's it's kind of like I keep I struggle a little bit because it's easy to cast me like, oh, it just they just copied a bunch and didn't really care. It's like, no, someone made a decision here. Like this is like they were like, we should have some low level magma fire sounds happening in the volcano zone. But it's like, OK, we'll make them like really quiet and kind of mm. eerily distant sounding and make you feel very <laughs> like alone. And this is one of the like the harder, more difficult areas. So I don't think that's an invalid choice. It's just a, a rare one. I would say. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting to me to see like yeah, what this game sonically is taking from like Pokemon versus what's taking from like survival games versus what's taking like Zelda or whatever else it's doing. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like Pokemon, like music, like, there's always like loud prompt. Pre- oh, not always, but there's usually like the music's a pretty big part of like Pokemon. Games, yeah, it's a Nintendo right? game, like, right? Like Nintendo doesn't yeah. do like there's, I don't know, becomes nighttime in Zelda. It's a little bit quiet, but it doesn't feel like there's always loud crickets or something, right? Like there's the there's, ambience like, is more wind. Forward. There's yeah. grass. There's, yeah, I mean, there's fire. There's like something happening somewhere. Typically it can get quiet, but it feels very like, intentional. Like um, dungeons are, are quiet. For sure. Yeah. But then like, but yeah, but like with like Pokemon, like Pokemon is always very, I mean, it's a different genre game, right? So like I get where they're not taking like the Pokemon thing, but you know, for it to be like, quote, Pokemon with guns, I was like, I wonder if they'll have like, you know, how musically involved a game like that will be. Will it be kind of that same like jubilant Pokemon thing going on? It seems like no, um, that yeah. was not the thing they took. They <laughs> decided to go a very different way with it. More in the survival aspect, which makes sense, I guess. But um yeah. It's interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess if, if we're talking like Zelda or Pokemon, it feels much more sonically Zelda than yeah. Pokemon, for sure. It's like much more reserved, basically in every single way. Um, like mm-hmm. here, we'll, I'll do I'll do another example because I've, I've got one handy, but this is like the desert. Like talk about sparseness. <laughs> yeah it's pretty quiet yeah, it's like almost nothing there's a little bit of wind a little bit mm-hmm. but that is it it's just like man this is very this is mixed very low because i feel like yeah. normally even you just have like the wind would be yeah, like we'll make this a little hotter it's the only thing going on we want it to feel desolate and empty because it's a desert but we'll like make it so you can at least hear the wind this is like nope the wind is even quiet because it's a quiet desert at night yeah, it's like, what it's a, yeah, almost feels yeah. that should be louder. Which I mean, this game is early access. We should probably say like there's probably things subject to change, but um, yeah, I guess outside of the ambience like that, I mean, how does like the the I remember when I was playing it, like the UI effects and stuff all were like super compressed, at least on the version that I was playing. I think I was playing like the Game Pass version, which I was like using an old version or something. But like how. How does that stuff all kind of like sound and come together? Does it feel like kind of unfinished maybe or like kind of mixed weirdly sort of like some of these zones or would you say that that's a little more competent? Uh, I, I would I would say that the the menus, I, I guess I didn't notice that they felt out of place. Um, mm. But yeah, they definitely are very chunky and in your face i i guess i i didn't i didn't ever have that sounds like pokemon perception yeah they were (laughs) incomplete to be honest that also zelda like name any nintendo game where the menu sounds aren't like pretty loud like we talked about this even in our mario episode just like every single action the user takes is like ka-chung ka-chung like there's always sound you know um so i feel like that i mean here's here's me messing 
with the PAL box. Like it's it's clicky, you know. Mm -hmm. This is a, a good example too of um, like PAL sounds. <laughs> that was gonna be the next thing I wanted to talk oh, about. Here, yeah, I hear what you're you saying. Yeah. Like I don't know, they're compressed. They're fine, but they feel they feel like they're they're done. Like this is how they're intended to be. I, I think. yeah, um, and not quite as in your face as a Nintendo maybe, but still. There's some that yeah, are really yeah. loud. Like when you're selecting teleport points and hit escape, it's like makes a loud like um musical sound, right? Like it has yeah. tonality. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's nice. it's not it's not shy about it, but I haven't found that it gets annoying. Other than like. The teleport sound and the going into zone sound and stuff because they're not. I, I feel like they're not they're not painting quite as carefully as Nintendo does. So like you get that da 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 sound a lot. Like that's mm -hmm. happening every time you teleport. Every time you like walk into a boss layer, it happens. And just like okay, I've heard this forty times in the last three minutes. Like this is a lot of this sound, um, <laughs> and there's no variance. It's just a sample, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. But okay, that, that clip did, did still showcase probably something worth talking about some more, which is the pals, Pal which I mean, is like the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like I was going to ask like, okay, Pokemon, I mean, the reason we play Pokemon, I mean, the gameplay, the collect, the, all that stuff is like fun. I know there's like big competitive scenes, people like that. But I think for a lot of people playing Pokemon, like a lot of it's just like, they like some of those Pokemon. They like the look of them. They like the design of them. They kind of just like seeing them in battle, the whole thing. Um, so like, you think these pals are resonating with people? Do you think like they're, they're like sound design, their effects are having any effect on that? I mean, like they are more, you're seeing them in the world more, right? They're like helping you do stuff. You're like using them in combat. You're actually seeing them in 3d. They're, you know, kind of more, interactive this time around um they seem to make sound they, they seem to be making sounds too you think that's kind of like one least interesting thing that power world is doing here with sound yeah i mean they're definitely they're definitely more present around you because mm -hmm. again you have them at your base for example like working on stuff so every time you teleport back to base it's a survival game every time you go back to base to get food and repair armor and all that stuff it's like oh yeah here's all the pals doing their thing it doesn't feel, I mean, it's, this is hard to say, because the, the Pokemon sounds themselves are are interesting, because they emerged from an era where they were, you know, these very chunky, like, you know, Game Boy sounds, right? Like that, mm -hmm. and so, so they're like the calls of the Pokemon definitely, especially for the originals, like that were in that, they, um, they were evolved from those sounds. Like you listen to those and they, I think Nintendo's done a very good job of making this like, oh yeah, this is recognizable. I think like depending on the game you're playing, some of them they'll even kind of have some of that, um, you know, like saw wave vibe uh like a more like just basic like synth thing yeah like it's on, sound, it of, sounds yeah, yeah. it sounds chunky not like a, a, a smooth a smooth real animal call it sounds digital like a you know like an old game boy could produce and there was like 8-bit audio right and it, that, yeah. that's what it sounds like still um so like you know you listen to the old and listen to the new and you're like oh yeah that's a that's the Pikachu sound or whatever, right? Like yeah. they don't, they don't sound great. <laughs> they, have, they sound like all, all they could, all the, all the variety they could evoke from this like super limited palette they had at the time. Um, yeah. The sound of the Pokemon in my, it was never really part of like 
like I wasn't typically recognizing them by their like kind of calls or like barks typically. That wasn't really a draw for yeah. me, at least in you know, the mainline Pokemon. I do find though, every time I go back to one of the old games or I'm playing on an emulator or something, and I, I mm-hmm. you know, like get the Pokemon out of my party or I catch them for the first time, I'm like, oh yeah, that feels right because I've heard that sound <laughs> associated with that Pokemon whatever thousands of times yeah nostalgia nostalgia is effective on the pokemon and sound seems to tap into that repeated sounds right like yeah, tap into yeah. that well especially when it's kind of in that where it's like emulating a creature call like it's it's i think that that taps into a part of humanity like our brains as humans that's like pretty low level and i think it i think pokemon achieved that you know either intentionally or not here i don't know like i don't i haven't had quite the, i don't have the long view yet but I haven't felt that I've really recognized any pal calls or like I have a affinity for them. Like they're fine here. I'll play them again just so kind of. Yeah, those are pretty reminiscent of like the re- more recent like Pokemon barks. Yeah, and they they definitely they definitely kind of are doing that thing. Right, you can tell it's like this. This sounds like a thing that is emulating something that is emulating mm-hmm. an old whatever <laughs> like, like game boy sound game. chip it's like okay yeah. like there, there's there's certain constraints that are there and they're like they're a certain length typically uh they're kind of they don't get much louder or much quieter like they're kind of all the same volume throughout the thing like there isn't a lot of nuance or they're all pretty compressed because again like that was all they had at the time and i think pokemon calls Still sound pretty compressed, but here, like, the monkey sounds like a monkey. Like, one of those was obviously the monkey sound. There was, like, the chicken sound. It, it clucks, you know? Like, I don't know. Yep. It, it's uh, that. But I, 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 to be fair, though, I don't know if I jumped, if I, if I were to jump into Pokemon now, if I would be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's the sound of Pikachu. You know, like, I, I, I would, yeah. being me now, having played all these games growing up, I would think that. But if I didn't have that context, I would be like, eh, I don't know. It's a sounds like a little rat thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, so do they make any like sound? So the clip you just showed was sort of like them in the menu you hover over them to kind of make the sound just to identify like which one you're like clicking on. This game has like your pals like out in the world a lot more than, you know, like a Pokemon game typically would, um, at least in the ones that have been released so far. Yep. Do they like have any like do they do anything, make any noises, have any sort of like you know anything happening outside no. like when they're just yeah they're, they're pretty quiet like mm-hmm. um when you're at your base i don't think they make calls at all when they attack they don't really make a sound which isn't that different from pokemon like all this that's only sound is the sound of the attack right so if it's like yeah yeah a quick attack it is like the foom, foom thing like the kind of jumping slicing sound um yeah but like yeah when they're running around maybe when you get them out of their pal sphere they make a sound but the pal sphere yeah yeah I, like i don't i don't i don't think that not, they do i'm yeah kinda, not, not enough yeah. that you would have noticed there, there's an, like a lot extra going on there to the point that you noticed at least anything kind of significant happening with their sound really other than sort of just their kind of yeah, initial barks i feel kind of kind identifying of, barks yeah like maybe i'm not giving enough credit here but i just don't have any like yeah. If had I not been preparing for this discussion, I couldn't have told mm-hmm. you a sound that any of them make. Like I have no idea. Yeah. Um Yeah. I'm just not Which is like attention to it. That was one spot where I feel like this game and I guess could still it's early access, but that's like one spot where it could be like 
an interesting like innovation that they could do over Pokemon where it's like if you have these like creatures existing in the world a lot more, you're like they're out and about, they're helping you, they're in your party, but they're actually like, out or they're at your base and they're doing stuff or they're like sleeping or whatever. Like I feel like there's like some room there to kind of like give them a little more like personality and kind of like life by, you know, adding some extra, you know, some extra stuff there just to kind of make them more relatable. Like that was that 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 seems like a cool thing that I would, you know, if they're going to continue working, make them more, you know, make them more fun. They've already got like the basis for doing that in like kind of a game that is already doing more things in the more recent Pokemons. So that could be cool. Yeah, cool yeah. to see. I'm trying to remember in Scarlet and Violet. Those are the most, the two most recent Pokemon games, right? Like mainline mm-hmm. ones. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just I don't, I don't, because they, they, you were kind of like running around in those a little bit more. And then Legends before that was kind of. It felt like they were trying to do like a little bit different, right? Like, oh, we'll make we'll try to mix up the formula. But even like, yeah, I played all of them, and I did, I never felt like I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I feel way more connected to my little animal companions because they're like interacting with me and making all this noise. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. At least sonically, like they, it didn't feel like yeah. that was really leaned on super heavily. And again, maybe they were, and I'm just like, wasn't mentally open to it in a way that like made it happen. But I just, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Pokemon 2 is still sort of reaching that point where like, they're all like existing in the world simultaneously with you, right? Like Scarlet and Violet, I think you could have like, you know, you're like your mount and you could have ones accompanying you. You could do like the picnic thing where you had them all hanging yeah. out, but it's like, it's not quite, you know, they're even just like your base and power. There's just a bunch of them all like running around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, there's, there's space, I think, for, you know, ways to kind of human humanize i guess it's not the right word for the pals but make them more you know yeah. instill <laughs> uh, life in them interesting yeah. identifiable mm-hmm. resonate a little bit more but, but obviously whatever pal world is doing is working it's got a bunch of people playing and you know despite it having the pals in it it does seem kind of like the comparison point that it at least from the what I have little I have played what I've seen of it is you know it's 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 a survival game with Pokemon it's not a Pokemon game they made a survival game really right so it's like the comparison point back to Pokemon maybe isn't the right way to think of it so much as like you know hey what is this doing that you know Ark or something I mean Ark is a good example because it's like the dinosaurs or whatever but like (laughs) you know what is it doing differently from that and um you know the cute pals is a, a space where they've got some room to um play with that more yeah because so. i mean they're definitely even doing the thing where like there are cute little ones like there's this one uh lift monk i think it's called where it's like a little green thing and it's like very cute and it makes a fun noise and then it also has Chicken's like cute it has like a machine gun like a handheld little smg smg thing and it's just like yeah i don't know it's a quirky what's happening thing um mm-hmm. yeah but i think i think that that your your point is a good one in that like i think i think this is something that people are realizing like this is a point people have been making is like this isn't really this is more a survival game this has more in common with a survival game than a pokemon game right like mm-hmm. uh, mechanically at least so it's like maybe that is the the interesting thing here in 
well, maybe we'll, we'll see what happens, I guess, with Nintendo after this. But like, I'm I'm sure you know Nintendo's a giant company, and there's a, like the po- Pokemon's like the biggest franchise in the world, or something like that, right? Um, like maybe it's in the top few at least. So I understand why they're more conservative with the IP, right? Like they're not gonna oh like well let's try to make a survival game that is a poke like i understand why they're not taking that risk but the market is definitely here like i think that's why mm-hmm. everyone's like yes this is what i wanted i wanted a game where pokemon are a part of it but it is not necessarily like a pokemon game um yeah and you know if it's a studio a smaller studio like trying new things I, i'd understand that they'd be more willing to kind of you know they don't have there's no existing ip here that they're worried about tainting right <laughs> like it's like i don't know yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's their new thing um but yeah i do i do maybe maybe this is a good like closing thought for power world i did want to play for you the sound of catching i mean you probably experienced this as well but i just like i find this so hilarious cue it up just so close it's the the, the pokemon <laughs> it is very similar you, if anyone's played <laughs> any pokemon game ever it's like yep that's the sound of a pokeball like going through its rolls and locking when the thing succeeds just it is very so similar yeah. i did enjoy how the chicken clucked more as it was as yeah it's kind of it panicking thing it yeah. was funny <laughs> yeah um, they make a little death screech like when you kill them and stuff so yeah i don't know maybe back to our previous one like they're they're they make sound it's just they make some more. They make some more. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, maybe it's there's one of those things like going on there. It's done well enough. If it were done worse, maybe we'd be talking about how bad it is. So like mm-hmm. somebody probably put some effort in there. Like I'm sure that that was yeah. not a trivial undertaking. Um, yeah, and even that like what I assume in that clip was like some bits of like a combat music or like the end of it was yeah. like even that kind of felt a little Pokemon esque in some ways to me. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's there's yeah. It seems like. You know, kind of what we said at the start, it, it's largely derivative, but like at least it's doing what it needs to do, right? Like it's kind of accomplishing the goal, even if it is like sometimes very obviously <laughs> wearing its influences on its sleeve, but not necessarily a problem um, when your game, you know, gets millions of players right away. Yeah, no, for sure, for um, sure. And I, I think, I think in every regard, maybe other than like having little things, like, the music and the art style, like, there are games which are more derivative of other, you know, super popular works in gaming, and no one's like, hey, you can't play this because it's just this thing ripped off. So it's like, yeah, yeah like, sure. it's pretty close to some of those, but, like, I don't think anyone would be like, this music is too similar to, you know, Pokemon or Zelda, were it not yeah. literally a game where you have to catch 111 little cute creatures that battle for you. <laughs> like, you know, like, that's kind of the the long pole in the tent there um yeah but yeah it is really fun like it i i think the the, like how i've been speak talking about it and like the reviews online everyone like people are playing it despite this even diehard pokemon fans are like yep this is a very appealing loop if you're a survival game person at all it's a solid little survival game um the progression's good. It's it's buggy. It's a game in early access. Like items disappear out of your inventory and stuff. Like I've had pals disappear. So if that stuff turns you off quite a bit, maybe wait a little bit. Um, but if not, it's uh, Pal world. It's fun. It's multiplayer. Also, also that like being able to group up with your friends and like run around together and do stuff. Like huge step. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So it's a uh, it's a good time. Cool, cool, cool. 
pal world is it time for minor updates yeah i think you're first this week cool uh so over the weekend um i attended a uh a concert known as hold on i need to look up the name of it because this series (laughs) has the most ridiculous names for everything okay i attended the near orchestra concert one two zero two four the end of data oh um near n-i-e-r is a um i guess i was gonna say long running but there's not that it's a, it's a game series um, that started with like a PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 game called Nier. That was then, um, it, it was localized in the US. Nier Automata is one more people are familiar with. It came out in 2017. It was pretty popular for Square Enix. It's like an action JRPG. They're both action JR, like action games. Yep. Um, there's been like a mobile game and a bunch of like spinoff content like books and stage plays and also their stuff but anyway the music is like a big selling point of these games it's like known to have like one of the best scores in games um and so they have had a, a few concerts and concert like series go on i actually went to another one i think four years ago mm. um for the same series near it was a new orchestra concert but um i went to it again last weekend <laughs> and um this one was different. It was a new new thing. They had different songs. Um, they had different arrangements. They had like a more of a budget this time. I felt like I had like story stuff mm-hmm. that like tied back into the game, which was really interesting. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, but overall, it was just a really cool experience. And um, I don't know how many other places it's touring for the rest of the year. Um, looks like it's doing a lot of like Europe spots. And then I think it's ending in uh, Atlanta and Orlando. Um, but overall, really cool concert experience. Um, they, if you're a fan of this series, I would recommend it. There's something just very fun about like, well, a hearing songs, you know, like orchestrated in front of you and played by like a live symphony and with like singers and a choir. That's always just very powerful. But like they were playing with like arrangements of songs and kind of like transitioning into oh, cool. songs. I didn't have it that way, like in the original album or even in the concert that I saw four years ago. So just kind of all the subtle variations there. Um, it was fun. And so like, um, yeah, I just thought it was a cool experience. Yeah. Would recommend it. Even if you're a fan of the game, maybe like watch like a video recording. If they release one, I'm sure they will or have. Um, and, um, you know, Square Enix is like the company that published um, Nier, I believe. And they do like concert series for Final Fantasy that are really good. They do ones for Nier. They I do, I think, other ones as well. And I've never been disappointed in those. So if you like symphonies, like orchestras, and you like video games, go go look up, see if anything were happening. Because there's like, it's a cool thing. It's a fun time. Would recommend. Cool way to, good excuse to go see a symphony. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> it's cool when there's like, oh, some composition work has definitely been done here for this rendition. Like, that's always cool to yeah. see. Yeah. There were less, I will say, like, I think that it felt like there were less songs done this time compared to last time, but I thought the arrangements were better this time around. Like, the they, like, flowed better. They sounded, I thought, a little bit better. Um, like, they kind of did cooler things and, like, switched it up. And, like, like I said, they transitioned between songs. And that was that was fun to see. So, yeah. Nice. It's fun. Super cool. Super cool. 
Let's see. Well, my minor update is like a series of tracks that have been being released by a band that I hadn't thought of in a long time. But they're doing acoustic versions of stuff from like their album from several years ago. It's probably like coming up on a 10 year old album at this point. Um, but the group is called Big Black Delta. Um, hmm. Maybe just uh, it might just be one guy's project. But anyway, they're this kind of. Uh, I'm not sure how popular they were, um, you know, at, at these releases a while ago. Um, but they're just like this very heavily stylized kind of synth grunge loud band. Um, and like the vocal, like there's ton, like a very thick vocal effect chain on everything all the time and stuff as well. Um, they had one track in, I think it was the center TV show, um, which I thought was like one of those weird pop culture references. Like, Oh, I know this, this song. Um, I think they had a song in Halt and Catch Fire as well. Oh, did they? A long time ago. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Anyway, Mm -hmm. they're, they're putting out acoustic versions of that album. Um, so this is like a very, I know like a weird deep fan cut minor update thing, but I love it. It's been, it's been in my head and they are not what you'd expect at all. Even going in, like I was thinking, knowing their music, I was like, I bet these are going to be some weird acoustic renditions. I was still not prepared for what they actually are. Um, so if you had listened to that at the time, definitely go check it out. If not, go listen to the original stuff first and then jump into the acoustic versions and be like, appreciate the weird. It's good. Are these tracks being released? Like, are they like all from the same album or is he like selected tracks from his entire discography? They seem to all be from, well, I'm not sure. The latest one is politics of living which I don't know if it was on that same album with like the blue and pink and yellow cover. Mm. I didn't, I didn't, okay. I didn't look, I just, I've just been seeing these trickle out over time on like, you know, my music app and listening to them. Um, so there may be even gotcha. be more of a story there, but I think they're being used in some other media thing. I don't know, but they're, sure. they're fun to listen to. So so if you're interested, just go to Big Black Delta's like artist. Yeah, page go to the artist page your store you'll, you'll or streaming service of choice, and like you'll, you'll see them there. Yeah, cool. I'll have a link cool, in cool, the cool. show notes to to one or two of them as well. So awesome! Yeah, cool. I will check it. out. I like Big Black Delta. It's been a while since I've listened, and acoustic versions do sound fascinating. Yeah, to me, I know. So it's like, how does this on. even work? Because they're just so. It's it's like I don't know. You know. Yeah, like it's like trying to envision an acoustic version of like a queen song or something. It's like, how does it like, it's just so there's so much happening here. Like, like how do you, how do you trim this down without losing kind of the soul thing of the track? Um, but yeah, they're good. They're good. Check it out. Awesome. Cool. Where can people find us? Noel, if they're interested in all things octet, octetpod.com is the website or octet pod on social media. Um, discord dot octet pod. Com. We'll get you into the Discord. Uh, that's where we hang out. Um, and yeah, there'll be links to everything in the show notes as well, so you can find us. Um, I have the, e- the email and everything is on the website as well, but Discord's Discord's where we're at, so come hang out. Octetpod.com. Octetpod.com. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's a wrap on Pal World. <laughs> we'll see. I feel like this will be an interesting one. Well, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how this develops over the coming months. Like, what? 
Pal World Part Two incoming. Yeah, like how quickly it kind of fades <laughs> out of the public, out of public interest. What happens like on a, legally, and if there is much of a like Nintendo really does anything in response to it. Yeah, we'll see. I guess time will tell. We'll see. Yeah, time will tell. Until then. Yeah. Until then. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Take it easy. Yeah. Bye.